1: Welcome into B-Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon.
0: And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma.
1: Bonnie, the fun weather or lack thereof continues. However, we are at least getting some storms in the Midwest as the second chase season is officially upon us.
0: Yes, there's been a lot of severe weather going on in the Midwest. It's not far enough south. We've been getting nothing.
1: (laughs) Right, and I know that today you guys are under a slight chance of, you know, some severe weather, but um, nothing like what they're seeing up north toward Illinois, Iowa, um, and some of the places that are, are under the enhanced label for the rest of the afternoon.
0: Yeah, not much going on here, just really a lot of heat, and hopefully we do get some storms later, but... I doubt it, but fingers crossed.
1: Right. And those storms that we did see earlier in the week, you know, were pretty impressive. You saw any of the uh, videos that I know Reed Timmer tweeted out and our friends from, you know, Coco TV tweeted out uh, <laughs> that that nice little supercell that came through Kansas was really impressive. Yes. Um, just absolutely gorgeous. They had the. um The KHM waves, but they were on the, uh, let's see here, they would be on the horizontal, not the vertical. So they were saying that was really impressive to see the Hemla. um, I can't say it now because I'm, you know, it's, it's one of those, anyways, KHM waves. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Instead of being normally upright where you see the waves cresting, you know, top to bottom, they were doing it on, tipped on their side. That was really cool to see.
0: Yes, there was some serious, impressive cloud structure going on. And so, I I mean, definitely get on Twitter and follow all those pages if you want to see all that cool photography and video.
1: Right. And just, you know, we joke about it being the second chase season, but truly it is. I mean, we finally have started to ramp up out of that transition where it's just, you know, hot and boring to we're starting to get a little bit more mixture of the atmosphere. That cold Canadian air is starting to make its way south a little bit, which I know we're all thankful for, but, uh, man, I'm, I'm jealous. You know, we had our storms here a couple of weeks ago in the Northwest and now it's just sunshine and we're under the, that, unf- the influence today of just kind of a westerly flow where I'm looking out the window and it's really cloudy and it's only going to be about 75 today, which is cold for it being the middle of August.
0: Well, I will say here, it's like 99 degrees with a heat index of about 4,000. So it is so bad. I'm, we've been in a heat advisory for days now. Right. So it's it's been fun. And, and really, it's don't be outside if the sun is up kind of heat because it really, it stays hot well past sun going down. It takes a while to cool off with how hot it's been. So we're all pretty much over it.
1: We need to go do a storm chasing episode in Phoenix, Arizona. So you can feel what 106 feels like at 2 o'clock in the morning oh. when there is no sunshine out, but it's still warm.
0: Ugh. Yeah, But it's not humid. That's the, that's the that's thing. That's true. Like any humidity here, it's just, oh. It makes it worse. Yeah, it just feels yeah, feel so greasy all the time. It's nasty. So we're, we're <laughs> done. We're ready for it to be over. <laughs>
1: right. I know you are. Um, some of the interesting video that came out this week involved a thunderstorm and um, frankly a gentleman that's lucky to be alive. A guy walks yes. out on a college campus out of a building and gets struck by lightning. It and,
0: was the scariest video. I had to watch it a couple times. I was like, that hit him. Like I, I really thought it hit next to him. Cause I was like, right? how did all he do was just drop his umbrella and just kind of be startled. Cause I was like, that could not have hit him like that. And that's all that happened. So Oh, my gosh. I I watched that video like
1: a 100 times because I was just like in awe. Right. And, again, normally if you're struck by lightning, you're not getting up and walking away immediately. You might, you know, be knocked out. You could be killed. Um, It can do a lot of things to you. But this guy, like we said, dropped his umbrella and hobbled away. And for the fact that he is still alive, he's incredibly lucky. He needs to go buy a lottery ticket. Um, Yeah. Lightning can strike twice, no pun intended. Um, But, man, you, you just see how powerful lightning is. And, again, I don't know why he survived. I don't know, you know, maybe he was holding just the rubber insulated part of the umbrella. But, you know, as we say in the weather community, if you're out in a thunderstorm with an umbrella, it is an act of lightning rod. I don't know why you would have it.
0: And he was walking slowly. Like, if you have to go outside, then I would hustle across because he really was just like going between buildings. It didn't look like he had far to go before he was indoors. So I don't know why he wasn't hustling, but I don't know if he had any injuries. I can't imagine he didn't have some sort of burns or something somewhere because, I mean, I just feel like there's no possible way. But it didn't even look like his clothes got damaged or anything. No, it didn't. I mean, I don't know what it's like to be struck by lightning, so I don't know if your clothes blow off. Like, I really just don't even know what happens. But it just really seemed like all that happened was he just, like, dropped his umbrella.
1: Right. And I know there are some fake videos that have gone around about guys getting struck by lightning, you know, twice in the same, you know, like, five feet apart, which I know obviously is fake. And you can go through and you can tell. This video is legitimately real where the guy does get hit by lightning. And they said maybe it wasn't, you know, a super strong bolt. But he still got hit by lightning. Yeah. So that just, to me, mind-blowing. Best piece of video we saw all week. Um, Yes. But, man, just... (sighs) Finally, at least we're getting some storms and starting to get active. But, Bonnie, the tropics remain pretty much non-existent.
0: I'm just shocked by that. But, I mean, I guess there's still a few more months. But good grief, it's been hotter than stuff, you know? Like, why don't we have any anything going but i mean i guess there's that little tiny weird disturbance that formed over land
1: right Uh, Yeah, so as of 2 o'clock, so basically as of, you know, 15 minutes ago when we're taping this Saturday afternoon, a surface trough is producing a band of cloudiness and showers extending from northeast Gulf of Mexico, northeastward across the coasts of Georgia, South Carolina, and North Carolina. The shower activity is currently most concentrated near a small area of low pressure. Located along the trough near the South Carolina coast, tropical development of the system, if any, is likely to be slow as the disturbance moves northeastward along the eastern coast of the United States with increasing forward speed during the next few days. Regardless of development, the disturbance is forecast to produce heavy rainfall along with a threat of flash flooding in that region. Please see products from your local NWS office or the Weather Prediction Center Excessive Rainfall Outlook for more information. Unlikely that it is going to uh, basically come into anything. It's a 10% chance of formation in the next 48 hours to five days. Great. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Swapping so, 10%. <laughs> ooh,
1: yeehaw. So, um, And there's even a couple tweets that went out this week saying, hey, you know, we're at the peak of hurricane season, and yet it's super quiet. And it's, you know, one of those things where we look at like, okay, is it eerily too quiet knowing that something's going to happen? Or is it one of those things where we might just maybe dodge a bullet and not really have that busy of a tropic season?
0: Right, that's what I was gonna say. Either this is it, like we're just gonna coast and nothing really is gonna happen, or like the tropics are about to erupt.
1: Right, which they did last year, and we all know what happened once that happened. So
0: yeah,
1: um, the other area in the tropics that we're looking at is in the Eastern Pacific. There's a disturbance that has a 50% chance of cyclone formation. Um, this is a couple hundred miles south of Guatemala. And NOAA and the National Science Foundation are currently conducting a research mission in the system, and the data from the mission indicate that the circulation remains broad and elongated, and the surface pressure is still relatively high. However, they say conditions are expected to uh, are conducive for development, and a tropical depression is likely to form in the next week. Uh, While the low moves west-northwest about 10 miles an hour parallel to the coast of Mexico, um, it's going to have a lot of rain. and flash flooding. So El Salvador and Guatemala and Southeast Mexico will be um, looking at that to come ashore here in the next couple of days. And then we just have some other disturbances that are out in the uh, Eastern Pacific, just chugging along, not likely to do much of anything.
0: Well, so. I mean, like we say every week, I guess there's still time, but it's just right. as each week goes by and we get deeper into hurricane season, it's kind of like, mm, is something going to happen or not?
1: Right. And we just have to wait and wait and wait and watch. And eventually, you know, eventually it's over. And once that happens, well, then I guess we wait till next year. But, you know, still the big stories across the U.S. are just storms kind of in the, you know, in the plains, in the Midwest. Um, Watching this area of low pressure off the Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina coast as it makes its way up the East coast seaboard. And then there's a line of storms that are barreling through upstate New York and Pennsylvania. But other than that, um, it's quiet. And I know yeah. that you guys are under your heat advisory. What else do you guys have coming up forecast wise? Uh,
0: we have a slight chance of some rain and storms this evening, like late this evening, like after 9 PM. And then other than that, I mean, it's just going to stay hot, humid heat indexes between 107, 110. And, um, that's our life, Oklahoma in August. Right. Uh,
1: If you go to the National Weather Service, Norman, Oklahoma page, they have the cool little graphic up that says the maximum heat indices for today. Um, I think you should drive way north to Enid. It's only going to be one hundred and ten, Bonnie. It's not bad. Wow.
0: Wow. Maybe I should bring my sweater.
1: Right. It's just downright (laughs) cold.
0: Man, I'm telling you, when the heat index is triple digit, like I just I don't even know. I don't even know how we survive. We're right. really tough around here. I mean, I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, no, you guys are. Um, you know the geography of Oklahoma much better than I do. To the uh, west of Enid, is there like a valley or kind of like a low depression area? Uh,
0: not that I know of. Okay. Um, I, I think it's, if you start going west into the panhandle, it just becomes very deserty almost okay not much going on
1: okay there just looks like there's an area on this just according to the color map that the indices could be much higher than 110 so that's what i was just wondering and i was guessing that would probably be related to a valley of some sort but um looking at the radar you do have some showers that look like they're coming into uh the oklahoma city metro area um they're out let me look here i'm trying to pull this up Uh, they are just to the northeast of Altus, uh, to the northwest of Lawton, but there's a nice little line that's coming right down I-40 if it stays together. So by the time I reach Oklahoma City, who knows, Bonnie, you guys might have something.
0: Well, hopefully we get a little something. I mean, the deal is though, when it's not a serious, like heavy, hardcore rain, when it's this hot, it just makes the air more steamy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so, you know, it doesn't really I mean, we need the rain, of course, but it just doesn't give us any relief from heat and humidity, really. But
1: right. when we see that here in the Pacific Northwest, generally we get it east of the Cascades up into the high desert, we call them dry thunderstorms, where basically we know it's raining, <laughs> but it's so dry that it evaporates before it hits the ground. Yeah. So, you know, we the, the weather term for it is Virga. Yeah, And, you know, it's raining, so that's, you know, what you guys look like as well. But um, you at least have a 30% chance of thunderstorms, so there's some hope.
0: Right, and that's a, that's a pretty all right chance, you know. I mean, it could be smaller, but I guess we'll just see if, if more develops throughout the afternoon and into the evening hours. But right now, we're, we're, just, we're just baking. You want to know how
1: boring everybody is at, at your National Weather Service office? how bored your area forecast discussion literally has the aviation readout your mm-hmm. your pops and your temperatures and actually no actual talk about the weather it just says <laughs> heat, it says heat advisory until 9 p.m sunday and that's it
0: yep that's our big story around here literally and i that's how i guess they're doing it is it, it goes out two days yeah. And then they won't issue another one until after. And I guess it's because issuing a heat advisory for five days in a row, I mean, you don't really know. Something could change. So,
1: right. The last discussion that they actually put out was earlier this morning at 3.11. and it's one, two, three, five, five paragraphs. So at least <laughs> there's, but yeah. I mean, you know, it's bad when it's, you know, previous discussion, copy paste.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Change the date. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs>
1: Oh man, I I feel for you, but you know, we've all been there and it's not fun.
0: Yeah, this is our typical summer, so just a few more weeks and then we'll start getting into September and fair time and it always rains when the fair comes around.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's (laughs) beautiful.
0: Really, it's every year. It's ridiculous, but it's fine.
1: (laughs) Well, we're going to finally start to heat up a little bit. We have decreasing clouds today. Like I said, we'll top out probably about 75 and it'll be pleasant, but still cold for August. Um, and then starting tomorrow through Wednesday we start to really ramp up seventy seven tomorrow on, on sunny I'm sorry. Sunday will be high in seventy-seven and mostly sunny. Monday will be sunny eighty-three. Tuesday mostly sunny high eighty-nine. So you said
0: we really start to ramp up. We get up to seventy-seven. Oh, I'm done with you, okay? We are <laughs> over here sitting at ninety-nine.
1: So our high tomorrow is your low tonight.
0: You know what? I'm I'm done. I don't even want to hear it, okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel for you I truly do but hey you know at least you guys have some exciting weather I guess possibly
0: yeah I mean sometimes but I mean we'll survive we do every year so that's fine no. we're on the downhill right now
1: yes you are and we're in the second chase season and as soon as that's over it's football and then football is always right in the world and then here comes Oklahoma Thunder basketball
0: yes bring on the thunder basketball i'm ready for that that's for sure i
1: know you are we can't wait (laughs) (laughs) well another awesome edition of b squared your weekly weather podcast i am bobby in very boring oregon
0: and i am bonnie in very hot oklahoma
1: (laughs) and uh we will talk to you guys next week
0: bye